bless me on our feet on this. Thank God for yet another opportunity in His presence. Thank Him for His mercy. Give Him thanks. speak to you tonight. Ask for a hearing heart, a listening heart. Pray. Jeremiah chapter 29 Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Give me the NIV version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and future. Alright, so... This quotation is telling us about God's intentions. It reveals to us that what God is thinking about you. And he says, 
what he's thinking about you is to prosper you. So, God's plan for our lives can be summarized in one word that is there. Prosper. So, if you want to know what God is thinking about you, His plan is to cause you to prosper. That is His plan. That's what He thinks. So, despite whatever you are seeing, you must let your mind be in line with how God is thinking. And his thought is, is summarized, his plan for you and I is summarized in that one word, prosper. From that word, we get prosperity. And what is God's mind when he says he wants you to prosper? What does God mean? This, this evening I'm talking about discipleship, an aspect of discipleship. Because discipleship is being trained, being instructed, knowing the will of your master and living that kind of life that your master wants. And whilst we are waiting for Jesus' second coming, we are to be disciples. And today I'm taking an aspect of discipleship. Last week we were talking about evangelism and the aspects of evangelism which is sowing and discipleship. And I talked about an aspect of discipleship. Today I'm talking about a different aspect of discipleship. And the subtopic is how to put God first. If you're a disciple, that should be your main aim, how to put your master first. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. That is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. So, what are these things that he, has, he is talking about? As you seek his kingdom, it is, it is, it is one after the other. There is an order, there is a priority. If you are not interested in the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, but you want the other things. You are an idol worshiper, you are an idolater. Because these things are taking the place of God in your life. So that is why we have been stressing on his kingdom, his righteousness, evangelism. So we need. We've been stressing on working for the Lord. But there is another aspect of the discipleship 
which we are going to talk, which is called the all these things, the other things of discipleship. Because I have to teach you the whole counsel of God. If I teach you only about his righteousness and his kingdom, and you don't know about the other things, I have not helped you. But Paul said that we must teach you said the whole council. So God doesn't want you to be poor. God doesn't want you to lack these other things. So your prosperity must be very balanced. Your prosperity must be balanced. What are you talking about? Huh? It has to be balanced. Yes. So what must be balanced? Your prosperity. Yes, and what are you saying there? Your prosperity has to be balanced. I don't know what you are talking about. Your prosperity, it has to be balanced. So, when I say balanced, prosperity, so as you are seeking the kingdom of God, spiritual things, souls, you are interested in depopulating hell, getting people into heaven. You are interested in fasting. You are interested in reading your Bible. You are interested in discipling people so that they, they become heaven conscious, they become church minded people. God is also interested in adding because you are doing this, because, because you are doing these things. God is also interested in adding the other things. Many of us want to get the other things, but don't want to do the first bit. And God cannot be mocked. You see, you cannot, you cannot um, play or you cannot do things and then expect that you know it will happen the way you want it. So you need to see. That's why I've been teaching, been taking my time to teach you all these things. So this aspect is also very essential. If you have, if you are, if you want the second part of Matthew 6.33 which says, and all these things will be added. If you look at what are these things that he was talking about, when you read it further, it will show you, it says, do not worry about the food you eat, the clothes you wear. So these are the things that Jesus was talking about. So Jesus is interested in, you know, in giving to you food to eat, good clothes to wear, you know, to have a good life. That is, you won't lack anything that you need. Not want, but anything you need, he will give it to you. So I have to show you the whole counsel of God. And um, in Acts 20 verse 27, Paul was talking about it. He says, Acts 20, 27, he says, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. 
all the counsel of God. So, I cannot just be teaching you about Matthew 6.33 and just be teaching you about the first bit of it. About seeking first the kingdom of God and not telling you about the other things. So that is why I started off by telling you that God has a plan for you. God's plan is summarized in one word. Prosper. Or prosperity. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 talks about that. It says, I know the thoughts I have towards you. They are not thoughts of evil, but they are thoughts plans what? To prosper you and not harm you. Many people think that when you become born again, God is going to harm you. You are going to lose a lot of things. But no, that's not God's plan. His plan is summarized in one way. Prosper. He wants to prosper. And then, to understand this prospering he's talking about very well, so that you get the whole counsel of God, according to Acts 20 verse 27, you will see that it says in, in John, 10 John, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. So ye, ye. Then he, he explains the prosperity. That thou mayest what? Prosper. So be ye, ye. And be in health. Even as thy soul what? Then I'll cry ye, ye. Third John chapter one verse three. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Third John one verse two. It says, I wish above all things that thou mayest what prosper and be in health, even as thy soul what prospereth. Many people are in the church. They just want only one kind of prosperity. The other things to be added to them. But they are not interested in the prosperity of their soul. You can, you, it is an error. It is a great error. And I will not teach you wrongly or teach you half of the counsel of God and emphasize on your material prosperity and not tell you about your spiritual prosperity. Then it is a false message. It's a half message. It's not the full counsel of God. So, God wants you to prosper. But your prosperity must always be linked to your spiritual prosperity. When you find out that, okay, you are getting promotion, you are getting things, material things, you are getting money, you are getting the marriage, you are getting everything, and your spiritual life is going down. You are becoming a fool. Yes. You are becoming a big fool. A big fool in the sense that you are building and trusting on something that is just temporary and forgetting the one that is going to be everlasting. Foolishness is to 
see danger and you walk into it. Foolishness is to the Bible, the fool sees danger and he walks right into it. That means you cannot perceive to see that. No. These material things are only lasting for my lifetime. When I die, it has no use for me. And therefore, I must look for the things that will outlive me and be waiting for me in my eternity. Bible calls such a person a foolish man or woman because you are building on sand. You are building on sand. Proverbs 22, verse 3. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hided himself, but a simple person and are punished. Yeah, you'll be punished one day. One day you will be punished. You realize that because you just was interested in your material prosperity, the day you die and they are burying you, that was the end of it. You won't take any of your qualifications to the. I've been to, I've been to a few funerals quite recently, which is a record. I don't, I don't, I don't go to a lot of funerals, but I've been to a few recently. All of them. It doesn't matter how much the people were crying. Mommy, papi, Ujanyu, Apotro, whatever they did. At the end of the day, they didn't stop anything. They put them all in the box and they put them in the ground. And everybody, nobody stayed. It doesn't matter how much you say you love the person. None of them stayed in the cemetery with them. Or none of them entered. It was the end of the And I didn't see anybody putting their gold, putting their cars, putting their certificates with them. So it's useless at that time. So, don't be simple-minded in your thinking. And just be thinking about your material um, prosperity. Although I'm going to talk about it, I just need to make it very clear. It's, It's not the normal prosperity message as you know. Because the normal prosperity message only emphasizes on the material prosperity. But doesn't talk about real prosperity which is your spiritual prosperity. So never forget this scripture in 3 John 2 verse 1. And then also what we have been talking about that don't build on sand. This prosperity they are talking about is is all about building on sand. And I need to make it very clear to you. So so that you don't get carried away. Hmm? So, so far I've been telling you, number one, God has a plan for you. He says it's not a plan to harm you. It's not a plan to make you suffer. It's not a plan to disgrace you. But it's a plan that has God hope and it has so there's a future in it. And you can summarize God's plan in one word. Prosper. In that word prosper, we have to break it down very well. So that's why we look at Matthew 6.33. He said, when you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then he will add. So the prosperity of a Christian is twofold. The prosperity of a Christian is what? It's twofold. It's twofold. 
whereby you prosper spiritually and then you prosper what? Material. Don't be one of those people who just want to prosper material. And I'm telling you, because it is God's plan, He will give to you when you ask. It is, it is part of the package. So when you ask for marriage, you give you the marriage. You are asking for money, you give you the money. You are asking for a job, he gives the job. But when you are foolish, you only think that, yes, that is all that it is to life. And when your material um, blessings begin to cause your spiritual blessings to go down, you have become a fool. A big one. A big obolo. Sonic food. Wait, 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 wait. You know, you are building on sand. I will say that a foolish man, a fool built his house upon the sand. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The fool built his house upon the sand. And he said, Amia, he's going to disappoint you very soon. So get that in your mind. Are you listening to me? Yes. But having said that, God still wants to give it to you. Amen? Amen. Because in his plan, as your, mat- as your material blessings are coming, you should be more spiritual. The more spiritual you are, the more you know what to do with your material blessings. Many people want to be blessed, but I tell you, when their blessing comes, it will kill them. Because it will take them, they will leave the house of God. I've seen it over and over again. When as soon as they get then you know you are, you are dealing with a fool according to the Bible. The material blessing, a man is spiritual blessing. So be very mindful. Amen. Amen. And when we talk about material blessings, what can be the summary of our material blessing? What can indicate the value of your material blessing? What can indicate or give a value to your material blessing? What word can, can summarize? Just like God's plan can be summarized in one word for us to prosper. A material blessing can be summarized by one word. Who knows what that word is? Yes, anybody. A material blessing can be summarized with one word. If you have that, it can summarize everything of your life. Who knows what that word is? Who can guess? Your material blessing. 
what is the summary of your mother? Yes, anybody? To be a winning. What can I try? Eh? I'll try. Yeah. Riches. Yeah, okay, riches. Mama Luku said wealth. Eh? Mama Luku said wealth. 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 Okay. So what 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 is used to you know value your wealth? Then it goes sweet. So, when we are talking about, and all these things will be added to you, which is the other side of your prosperity, all these things will be added. The value of all these things can be said, we can say, like, what, when you say, Bill Gates. It's wet. They don't look at his houses or his cars. They, they calculate the value of it in terms of money. Bill Gates is the richest man. Or Elon Musk is the richest man. He has got 3.5 billion. He's worth 3.5 billion. So, your worth is calculated in terms of the money. In terms of money. So, what God, if you say all these things shall be added, these things can, can be added because of the money that you have. So, your material blessing, and please, it's all, both of these is important to God, your spiritual blessing and your material blessing. But I'm telling you, the whole counsel of God indicates that I must teach you the spiritual blessing. And then, the material blessing. Otherwise, I'll become a false prophet. When I just teach your material blessings, or when I just teach about your spiritual blessings, and I don't teach the whole council. Acts chapter what? I just mentioned Acts chapter what? 20 verse what? 27. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Amen. Are you here? Amen. Amen. So, so, if your material blessing can be summarized by money, by the word money, then you should know how much money is important to God. Money is very, very important to God. Amen. Amen. Money is what? Very, very important to God. And so, just as we will appear before, the Bible says that we will appear before Christ and give account. Hmm? We, will, we will give account. We will not just give account of the spiritual things that we did, but we will give account of everything we did also whilst we were in the body, including how you used your money, which represents the material prosperity that you were given. You will give account of the spiritual prosperity that you received, the soul winning, the discipleship, and other things. And then you will also have to give account of your material prosperity. For Second Corinthians five verse ten, let's 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 read it. Second Corinthians chapter five verse ten. 
For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, uh-huh. that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Whether good or bad. So understand that your material prosperity, you will give account. You, you will give account. Don't think that. Um, you are only going to give account for the souls that you want. That one, you'll be rewarded for it. But what he gave to you materially, you give account. You give account of everything that you, 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 you know, in this body you have. You give account. You give account, for instance, and I'm, and I'm telling you that all these things that he said you added to you, it is represented by money. So you give account. Why is it that you never gave, you never gave offering fifty cities. You never did that in your life. But you were happy to do hairstyles. That is about hundred cities. Very easily. Oh, you give account. You, you give account of all You never ever gave offering fifty cities. But you you were always doing. Uh, Weavon or Rasta. Some of the Rasta is how much is the Rasta now? Rasta no be a Rasta is a Eh? How much is the Rasta? Eh? Rasta no more giant is here. Seventy eight. Who do we buy? Who do we buy? Seventy eight. Who got one wind here? We are looking about how much. About 150. Uh, 150. Okay, so you can do your hair about almost 150 CDs to 200 CDs. But in your whole life, you've never taken 150 CDs to offering. Already take it. You've never ever done that in your life. So, so you give account. You will stand before. Why are you calling Anesi? Don't mind them. They're jealous of your hairstyle. But if you have not done that it's before, so yeah, it's between you and God. Yes. You will give account. You see, because our, our material blessing is all summarized by one word, which is what? Which is what? I'm not hearing. Which is what? Yes. So we will give account to God. Romans 14, 12 says, So then each of us will give an account of himself. To God. So how you were faithful as steward. Remember that we are all stewards. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. He says, it is required of a steward to be faithful. So your attitude towards money. God is interested. The way who treat you seeker. The way you treat your money. The way how you, your attitude towards money is important to God. Very, very important. And you see, you can be very, you can be very spiritually rich and materially very poor. Or you can be materially very rich and spiritually what? Very poor. But God wants you to be, you know, 
materially rich and spiritually what? Rich. He reveals this in 3 John where he says, I wish above all that you might what? Prosper. So Even you, as your soul prospers. Be in health. Health is part of prosperity. See, when, when many people, they might have, you, you, you can have money which one will and yet you have kidney problems, you have diabetes, you have all sorts of problems. That's not material wealth. You, know, you are not really rich. You are still lacking. Genuine material possession, bodily possession, it encompasses money, protection, health, it encompasses all these. So, somebody in Hollywood, for instance, he say, oh, he's a multi-millionaire, he's got, he drives a Lamborghini. Look at them. They don't have peace. They don't, they, look at their marriages. All of them, almost all of them, name them, they are all, almost all of them are divorced. In fact, all the rich men in the world now, they are all divorced. All of them are, Bill Gates has divorced. What's the other one? Um, this eh? Facebook. Facebook. I don't know about him whether he's divorced. He's, but but most of there was there's this popular one. This one I've forgotten his name. He was Jeff yeah, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah. He too is divorced. Was divorced. All the in fact, most of the rich, even look at the footballers. How many of them are still with their wives? So, what they portray to be like genuine material blessing or prosperity, it is not true. Because true, remember what the Bible says, he, he, he added no sorrow. He added no sorrow. To your blessing. He added what? No soul. That's what the scripture says. He added no soul. So their kind of prosperity, which is just the money aspect, which is really mammon, because you get rich and then you are divorced. You get rich and your children are wayward. You get rich only for you to die and fools to come and inherit it and scatter it. No. The blessing of the Lord maketh one what? Rich. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord maketh one what? Rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. So what I'm teaching you, I'm not talking about that kind of money, which is greed. It is, it is, it is mammon spirit. Greed and covetousness. That is behind their money. So you see that there is sorrow with it. Sorrow comes with it. You'll be surprised. Through their own greed and mammon spirit. Many of them in that. Many people destroyed other people's life to build their, their, their empire. Some women who have become rich today and are driving Range Rovers today, they slept their way. If we should, if we should go and, and do 
an assessment on the different sperms that is in their body right now. It can populate Boshe. So, don't be envious of those kind of things. That's not the riches I'm talking about. So when I'm talking about material possession, don't look at those people as what? Your, your, your example. No. If you want to look at somebody what I'm talking about, if you want to look at a practical example, let's take biblical people whom God bless. An example is Abraham. An example is Abraham. And the Bible says that Abraham works great. And he became, he said he was great and greater until he became very, very, very rich. Until he became what? Very, very rich. Though, if you are here and you, you, I see some Christians, you, you see, they, their coat is from um, 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 Obama. Their coat is from Obama. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff um, Bezos. Their coat, coat, their coating uh, uh, Elon Musk. They are coating uh, uh, Jack Ma. They are coating uh, Liu Qiyong and all those strange, strange people. You are a fool. That's all I can say. I know I've a bit here. Because those people, their riches is on sand. Their riches is on what? But let us look at men of faith. Men who were, Abraham was very spiritual. A man who could see that these are angels. A man who could see that these are what? Angels. And quickly go and prepare food and give it to them. A man who could hear God's voice. And it was very spiritual. Even he was not in the dispensation of the church or the Holy Ghost. But he, he could, Abraham could see visions. Abraham was very spiritual. Very, very spiritual. He could hear God's voice. You that you are in the dispensation of the church, you can't wow, even hear God's voice. He was very spiritual. But, he was not just spiritually rich, he was also what? Materially also very what? Blessed. Genesis 26 verse 30. Read it. Genesis chapter 26 verse 30. And the man works great. And went forward uh-huh. and grew until he became very great. This shall be your story. Amen. He said, The man what? Wax. Great. Great. And went forward. And went forward. And grew until. And grew until he became very what? Great. You are using spirituality as a reason to accept mediocre conditions. Don't do that. Amen. Because money is very important if you are going to work for it. If you are going to go for it, you need certain resources. If you are going to become very great, you need certain resources. But the reason for our greatness in, in this dispensation must be for the kingdom of God. Amen. 
That is that is all. Not for your own personal. Good. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, tell me what you have learned so far. Before I continue. Yes. Let's start from there. Praise Him. Yeah. Um, please, I learned that we, we should be spiritually rich and then materially rich. And yes, amen. We should be materially. What is the quotation that reveals that mind of God? What is that quotation? That reveals the mind of God. John 1 2. Which says that, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest what? Prosper and be in health. Even as thy soul also what? So, good health is part of the bodily material blessings. Okay, next person, what have you learned? Money is very important to God. Therefore, how we use our money is our matter. Your attitude towards money is very important. All right. Next person. Your trust. What did I say about when you prosper materially and you don't prosper spiritually? What kind of person are you? If you prosper materially and the material prosperity now makes you, you neglect your spiritual prosperity. You don't come to church. You don't pray anymore. You don't do any of it. It makes you a big obolosonic fool. Why? Because you are building on sand. You are building on what? They are not wise at all. Alright. Okay, so next question time is coming to be on this side. When you are ready. Especially if you know that. If, if you know that. You know, there, is a, there, is, there is an E in your name. Get ready. You will be called. You will be what? Called. Or there is a J. And a J woman. A J. J woman. J for JJ Rollins. J for JJ Rollins. If there's a J in your name, J Notice that you'll be what? Yeah. So let's continue. So based on this foundation, are you building on sand or you are building on rock? Number two. And are you? You must understand that money therefore summarizes all your material wealth. So we say a rich person you know, like, like him, like him. Let me give you an example. Very interesting example. How many of us heard recently that Chelsea, the team football team Chelsea, Chelsea was for sale. Recently you heard that they were selling it. How much were they selling it? 3 billion. 
And there was a guy in Ghana that said he, want, he was going to die. So, immediately, you should, you know, you, you should, you should, you should know whether he's serious or not. His whole wealth, like when we say that person, if it's Mr. A, his worth, if his worth is like $3 million, and now something has come up that is $3 billion, and you say you want to buy it, then we know that you are just talking nonsense. Although he's rich, his worth is not to that amount. So he's just making noise. So it's a good example of when we talk about your wealth. He's a rich man. But riches is based on your wealth. And we can only use the value of money to denote how rich you are. So right now, you are what is in your bank account. Materially. You are what is in your bank account. Plus any other thing you have bought. Including your hairstyle. Yeah. Including what? Your hairstyle. Your shoe. Yeah. You buy your shoe for 70 cities. But you have never given offering of 70 cities. Yeah. So your value, your money, and your whatever you have. And God is interested in how you use your money. Because money is the main thing that shows your value. How many of us went to work today? You went to work, wave your hand. You went to work, you went to sell, you went to the office, you went to do anything. Wave your hand. You went to work. Wave your hand, you didn't go to work. Okay. Eh? Work from home. And it's work. Okay. So, so, those of you that you didn't raise your hands, Mama, you have been sleeping the whole day. What have you been doing? Eh? You have been working for me. Even if you're a housewife, it's work or you don't know. You don't know. If you if you are a housewife, we are housewife. It's work. It's work. It's just that you are not getting paid for it. But it's it's hard. It's, 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 it's very hard work. Because. You are cleaning. You are washing. These are things people pay to get done. They will pay a cleaner to come and clean your house. Yes. They will pay somebody to come and clean. Many people who are overseas, that's the job they do. When you see them taking pictures in nice houses, don't be fooled by those things. It's not easy to, to be, become rich in those places. So don't be fooled at all. Many people go there and their marriages break. Because whilst you are here, you take things for granted. Wow, fine, when fine. you get there, you, you see that there's something called that can enter your eye proper, proper. And add racism to it. Add what? Racism to it. Otigana, I'm free. But when you are there, 
you are in a minority. And you are treated like you are nothing. Anything you are doing, you have to always be checked. Yes. It's not easy at all. To be a foreigner. It's not easy. And, 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 and that's the life they live there. So, you know, the rich people there, they pay the foreigners because you can be an engineer graduate, but when you go, they don't give you work. So the only work you can do is cleaning. You'll be a doctor and you'll be mopping the floor. And they'll pay you. So when you're a housewife, a housewife is... is it's also work. So it doesn't. When I say when you went to those who went, who went to work today, I'm not talking about those who only went to the office. Any work you did. Do you know somebody's job is to wash clothes? So if your wife is washing clothes, she's working. Is that not so? She's working. So we don't appreciate our wives enough. We don't most of most men don't appreciate most and especially the people who benefit a lot are the husbands and the children and they don't appreciate the because it's work it's hard work if they use two hours to, to wash you must pay them no if the current rate cleaning rate is 12 pounds an hour and you have done two hours washing you just come and you take it for granted no, they've worked and they are also carers. They are looking after the children. Carers are paid. People who will pay them to look after another person. So if the wife is at home and is doing that for the children, and even doing that for you, you have to appreciate and be thankful. And any good wife will do this happily because of love. Only strange wives will charge prospect services. But doesn't mean that you, the man, shouldn't appreciate them. This is why you should buy flowers for them, buy chocolates for them. When you are coming from town, you buy some papaya. Don't just come empty-handed and come and make demands. Where's my food? That's an ufui husband. That's what? And Ophui has husband who has um, a degree in Ophitology. Yeah. You don't come and make demands. It's very, very difficult. It's hard work. Just the same way you two went to work. Day to day, they work. You see that. And what say, what, why is it that is it, it is the woman that has to do it? Is there anything written that it's the woman that must do it? Go and see overseas. A lot of men, we have, we have become babysitters. Yes. The women are working, the men are working. So when it's your time to babysit, you have to do it. You sit at home, you change nappies and diapers and wipe bottoms, bonbons. You wipe it. You cook food. And that's when, that's when if your if you're foolish in-law or mother, if a wicked, a, 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 a classic 
minded man, mother or woman or family member comes to live with you and then he sees, oh, he says, ah, maybe you're dry. Yes, they would do it. Now, so Jimmy and all you, and those of you that are family members that you want to bring certain mentalities into your children's home, please stay away from those things. It's not your prerogative. There's nothing wrong if your son is sweeping the house. There's nothing wrong with that. Because the Bible says that. Dwell with them in knowledge. It is a knowledge you must have that they are the weaker vessel. Amen? Amen. So, I believe this is for somebody. This is the way you be there. Yes. I, I believe it's for somebody. This is the way you be there. So, let's go back to what we are talking about. Second Corinthians chapter 4, 39, verse 2. Now, it is required. It is what? Required. Of what? Oh, read it. Or you can't read it. Now, it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. Okay. It is required that those who have been given what? A trust. Must prove themselves to be what? Faithful. The King James Version says, it is required of stewards. So when we say somebody is a steward, what is that person? Somebody that you have been given what? A trust. Somebody yeah, yeah, Now, do you know that what you say? all our material blessing, which is summarized in our money, it is not for you. Do you know that? Do you know that? Any money that you have as a Christian, it is not yours. How many of us are Are you aware of that? That anything, that any money that is in your hand, it doesn't belong to you. You are only a steward. You are just a steward. And when you are going to say, you are going to and in this instance, we are talking about your material blessing, which is money. We are talking about it. There is only one thing that God is requiring from you. God is not looking at your qualification, educational qualification. He's not looking at whether you have been to school or you have not been to school. He opened so crest. He came here. And money represents your life. Money represents your time. The reason why I was even asking that question, why you have, why, whether you have gone to work or not, is because anything you have done today, anything you have given your time to, you will get rewards for it. If, even if you are a housewife, and you stayed at home, and you look after the children, it was so that your husband could also go to work. So your time has saved Childcare money and a lot of things. And so you have contributed. So whatever your husband brings is for the both of you. So you give your time and in exchange for your time you get money. 
If you have gone to the office today and you have done from morning to evening or even if you work from home, you gave your time. In exchange for that time that you, have, you gave, you will get a salary at the end of the month. Is that not so? Okay. Even if you are a housewife and you get a salary directly, your husband or whoever is working will get what? A salary. So it is also a form of what? Payment. So your, your time is your money. And your time is your skill. Based on your skill. Maybe you have gone to school, you've learned accounting, you went to do accounting today. Whatever you did, it is a skill. So the, you use your skill, and in return for the skill, it will give you what? Money. And if you are a Christian, please listen to me carefully. If you are a Christian, understand that even the talent that you are giving to get money back, the time, that you are giving to get money back. Who gave it to you? Who gave you that time? Who gave you that strength? Please answer me. Who gave, who gave you that strength? So God gave you something which you have used and in return you have received what? Money. Does the money belong to you? Please answer me. Does the money belong to you? No. God is the one that gave you life. Eh? He's the one that gave you the grace to have even parents to take you to school. School fees in school. It was God who helped. Now you are educated, you have started work. What should you say? You give that your skill. You give your time. You give your strength. It is a vocational skill. But whatever it is you, it is God that gave you the strength to do what you have done. If you are a Christian, that is true. Is that not so? Yes. God yes. gave you some talent. God gave you life. God gave you strength to be what you are today. So when you use your time, when you use your time, when you use your strength, when you use your talent, when you use your educational qualifications to do something and then at the end of the month you receive money. Please tell me whose money is it? God. Eh? God. God. Whose money is it? God. God. Who gave it to you? Who gave it to you? Nyansana put me who said, Esther, me yet, me yet, Stuni say, me yet, say, me yet, say, and as I will call Catherine Scoa, why the mouse, I answer. Who gave you that wisdom? Why the mouse, I answer. And it's a wood day, who sanyan sanny be be. Now, and one Katria bar, and there is a row, a Katriana bar will summon. I yes, he can. Why not? He can't hear any idea. Who does the money belong to? A Yamadia, a Yamadia. 
So the question I want to ask why is it that many Christians treat money that comes into their hands as if it is theirs? Why? Can you answer that question? Why do we behave as if the money that comes into our hands it is ours? Why do we behave like that? It's shocking to me. Why? Why do you think that we behave like that? Hmm? Why do we behave like that? Praise him, Papa. Hmm. Papa, please, they think it's their own strength. Yeah. We, that, is the, that, is, that is the summary of it. We behave as if the money that comes into our hands, it is ours because we believe that we worked it with our own what? Strength. But you see, that is the mark of an ovulosonic fool. Your, that kind of foolishness is foolishness raised to the factor 25 square root 37. Michael! It's too, it's, too, it's too big. You need to change immediately that kind of thinking. You got to change it. Remember? Hi. In the Bible, oh, trust him. Jesus said a parable. Yes, you believe He said in the parable. Please, I'm testing. Where's my, where's my water? This is not part of the parable. I'm testing. Where's my water? It's not, it's not part of the parable. Jesus gave. A parable. And in the parable, he said, There was a rich man. And a rich man, he said to himself, Look, I am getting more money and more bands. And so let me go and break down my storehouse and build a bigger one. Fill it more. And tell my soul, Eat, Didi, rejoice. You are rich. That is a man who believes that what he has, it was by his own strength. It was by his own effort. He didn't, doesn't need God. And you know what God told? He said, He said, Okwasia. He said, Okwasia. That's what the Bible says in the Bible. So, Okwasia. And then, man, you will cry if you will. So, for me today. No one who will say, even the life that you have, to be able to get up, you sleep and you are able to get up. It is me, God, that gives you that. Because you can go to sleep and I'll take your soul. And what will be left to be the dead body? Read the whole parable for me. Let's read it. And I will say to my soul, so, start from the and he spake a parable unto them, saying, uh-huh. The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. Yes. This is, this is what many fools in the eyes of God are doing. 
they think the material wealth or money that comes into their it is there. That is why you plan as you can't be bound say no are planning your audit can be without thinking that hey I am only a steward this money belongs to God. It is a bum in someone. But many people are like this man. Start, let's start again. Yes, let's start again. And he told them a parable, and Jesus taught a lot with in parables, saying there was what? The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful plentifully. And he thought within himself. This tells you that wake at yourself. Money will come into your hands. But think and have the mind of Christ. And he thought within himself, uh-huh. saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my food. He is already planning how he will spend the money. There are some of you that are watching me right now, that are listening to me. Any money that comes into your hands, you already have plans. You are planning to go to Dubai. Dubai. See how they spend their money. They always go holidays, not Dubai. Pakistan in Marco do Dubai. Meanwhile, they are sorry your team will cry. What is the Kenyan or Casas? He feels the money belongs to him. So he's planning. He's planning, I'll do this. And I'll do that. And I'll buy this land. And I'll buy this car. And I'll buy this house. In fact, I am expecting some 400 cities next week. When it comes, this hairstyle may be there. Plants. Different, different, different. What should you do? If the, you only behave like that if you believe the money is yours. Is that not so? But if you believe the money belongs to he who gave you the talent, the strength, the life. If you believe it belongs to him, then before you do anything, you consult him. You consult him. There is this song, they used to sing this song in the Presby Church. It says, Adibi Aramekano Adibi Aramekano Anka Se Se Mi Bisa Se Ebe Everything you have to do when it comes to your material blessing, ask if you genuinely believe that God is the bestower of the blessing ask him because you are only a steward it is required of a steward to be faithful but many of us we are, we are very unfaithful very very unfaithful we are like this rich fool he said I will, I will 
wisdom you have given it and in exchange you get money. You know, this principle is a universal principle. Even Sakawa, eh? if you do Sakawa, you are, uh, you do um, 419, internet fraud, frauding. They are intelligent people. They are giving their time. They are giving, they are, they are using their wisdom. In exchange, they get what? Money back. Even though they are doing it in a bad way. And that is not good. What I'm talking about is doing honest hard work. God gives you wisdom, strength to do honest hard work. Honest hard work. And then you get the money. You need to consult God first. And I'm going to show you how you say, how do I consult God? I'm going to show you very soon. But look at this guy. He said, I will, I will, this I will do. This what? I will do. When anybody talks and he starts doing, I will, I will. You are dealing with a very proud person. That is how Satan talks. Satan. He talks like that. Remember, he said, I will ascend. I will do this. I will become greater than you. Anybody that talks, like that. You are, you are Satan's fruit. Satan talks like that. Even the Bible says that. Tomorrow, God willing. Don't talk like that. He says, if, if, if you have something to say, God willing, tomorrow, what? Please put that scripture there. You I think it's in James also. He says, when you talk, don't talk like this foolish man. This I will do. Do you own your life? You don't even know whether you wake up tomorrow. Do you know? Whether or not you wake up tomorrow, do you know? So if your life is not in God's hands. Now with confidence, you say, no, I'm sorry. You sleep and you realize that you're dead. Because life, God has given you life. You are a steward. You are just a fool. James 4.13 Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Yes. Why Why you do not even Please know? Please give, give, give us the NIV. My NIV or a simpler version. And uh-huh. a now uh-huh. listen. Now listen. You who say uh-huh. to go today or tomorrow, you go to this or that city, uh-huh. spend a year there, carry on business and make money. You talk like this. I'm going to tell you, be back. How do you know you'll be back? You are doing things as if 
There is no God. And the Bible says that will be out this Abia or Jimmy for a fool says in his heart there is no God. Even in your talking, it shows whether there is a fear of God in you. You say tomorrow, make call me, chale me kwaba. I return shot. Why do you talk like that? Because you believe you own. You don't talk like that. Continue verse, verse 14. Why do, why? Why? you do not even know? You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? What you are is your mist. life? You are just a mist. That appears for a little while uh-huh. and then vanishes. And then vanishes. Instead, Instead, this is the advice. So he said, don't talk like that. Don't open your mouth and talk like a fool. You are the giver of life to yourself. You are the giver of strength to yourself. That you are planning. I want to do that. I want to do that. Don't talk like that. Instead, talk like this. If it is the Lord's word, talk like this. We will live and do this or what? That. Because school. Somebody who knows is a steward of the life that has been given to them. That's how they talk. Because you don't know tomorrow. You don't know what will happen What you are saying is that my life is in your hands. What I'm doing is in your hands. Then definitely. Many of times we go and come not because of anything, but because most of us be foolish. But God in His mercy. Because one thing that God is rich is His mercy. He is rich in mercy. The Bible says He is very rich in mercy. That is why who cast out by heart, but a humor bro. No, I may be crying. Bible will be about my. Or maybe because of the prayer someone has prayed for you. Or who you are connected to. And then God says so. Just like He says, because of Abraham. He said, Lord, I will spare your life. But that God is what rich. So today. You have learned this. And I want you to practice it. Don't talk like a fool. Don't talk. I'll be back shortly. Don't talk like that. Tomorrow. God willing. God willing. And talk like that to your unbeliever friends. I always used to do that. That is how. I, I let them know that Charlie, me, I am a Christian. I, am, I, I, I have God in my life. If I'm not preaching directly to them. You, 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 you call me 
Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? What is By the grace of God. I'm doing well. Okay. So we are having the meeting tomorrow. Oh yes, God willing tomorrow. I just slip it in just like that. In the conversation. I'm not telling you anything. I'm not putting any Bible verses down your truth. But I'm letting you know that me, I believe in God. And then sooner or later, they will have a problem and they will call you and you say that. Because they have been hearing you always talk like that. You found, he said, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, Ephesians 2 verse 4, God is very rich in mercy. But as of today, you have heard, there is no excuse. Don't talk like that rich fool. Who said, Today I will build this. Tomorrow I will build this. Put that scripture there. Let's go back to that. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast mad goods laid oh, out yes. for many years. Obit-mid-na, like some of you, when you are washing your body, you don't wash certain parts very well. You need to learn how to wash certain parts very, very, very well. You know things. You know things. You know things. Yeah. And so I went to wash it, and as I was sat there, a woman came. Of everybody. Well, I didn't know it was a woman. A very nice car. It was a Mercedes. Black, tinted. I see you, you no know, see me. As a woman, woman. Then, the person didn't get out of the Sat in. I think the person was a regular customer because as soon as he came, they give him VIP treatment, wash the car. The person was sat in there. Not the car. He didn't get out. Then, I saw the door, front door open. What I saw was wig. A wig. With two wigs, you know. Remove the wig. Tiwin, tin, tin, tin. And said, no, tikan, na. The tiwin, na. With two wigs, na. Or brush. Brushing the wig in the car. Or brushing the wig. Or brushing And I saw it. And then, she quickly closed it. And then, what? Na, baby, she did it. She said, she said, brown one. I said, hey. I said, hey, is this what you are doing? Or planning, or planning. Very, 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 very happy or planning. And Chebiya and Amun said, It wasn't long before I saw that. Omawi, Nafi, Etiwin, Ayeden, Asan Kunitiso. And she fixed the hair back on her. Nafi, the way I now, or Danda, the way she was standing there. Or Yeni, the Muka, say Yeni Tiwi. He think it's a hair. Now, all church, the movie was on yet. Most of us, that's how we are. But to me, now, if you come before the very position, I'm beautiful. I'm very beautiful. My God. 
Michael. A tour, a tour. Yes, Lord. And there are some people that are doing some videos like that, some stupid videos like that. They are saying that, look at me, look at my soul. Things are good for me. I am happy. I have money. So I'll take things very easy. I'll not be spiritual at all. Bible studies may match. Sunday may pan. Sunday in Kofoko it is a religion to them now. He's taking life easy. Drinking. He said, I'll do what? Take, I'll take, take thy ease. Take thy ease. I'll take things very, very easy. You are just behaving like this. Who gave you the strength to go to the Who gave you the wisdom for you to even get promoted? There are some people, the moment they get promoted to a certain position, they, they are standing bigger than the church. They can't, you know, you know, the church is too small for us. You will see me only on special occasions. That's why you don't see many MPs and presidents. You don't see them go to church. They have become bigger than the church. Taking this easy. Many people, when money comes into their hands, this is what they do. They start making plans. They start taking things easy. Yes. And And then they enjoy do you know, and this is true, many people sit in the church, they spend more on themselves, much more than they will give to God. What they give to God is insult, is tips. An example is what I was telling you. Rasta. Almost 150 CDs to 200 CDs. People spend, they drink they eat on themselves, forgetting who gave them the strength to even get the money in their hands. They spend so much on themselves. So much on themselves. You get, you get some money, you say, oh, I, I, I'm taking the family to, to, to weekend away. I'm going to treat my wife. There are some people, every, 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 Month they must go out. They must go out and go and treat themselves. This is the lifestyle the Bible is talking about. I want to ask you a question. You claim to honor God. Is it true? From what we are studying now, is it true that God is first in really in your life? Is it really true? I put a statement out on Facebook or yes, on Facebook or on one of my platforms. Yeah. If you want to see if God is really the priority, check your giving. Check your giving. Where a person gives or what a person spends on. That is where And you have never given anything that corresponds to, you know, utiwi shame, makeup shame, untadye shame, ushu, 
Obichu, Ojinaso, Obeka said, "What are they kangaroo?" No, Ojinaso said, "They are turning into kangaroos and they walk like that." Yeah, kangaroo shoes, kangaroo bubble. Oshere hill, no, 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 Ojinaso said, "No." And they be on the hill like that on their toes. Nobody in there. It's very expensive. Okachiani said. We need such an amount to give to God a benediction. Because me and my husband has worked. My wife Hey, take it easy. Be careful. Continue. Eat, drink, and be merry. So these three things, or I'll say four things. First, you take things easy. This is how many people spend the money that God gives to them, the increase that God, they spend in eating. There are some of you that are watching me right now. Your shopping is shocking. Shopping is shocking. On food is shocking. You spend a lot of money on food. Over here, no, Gina, Ojina, Ojina, Tuesday market. Tuesday market. Overseas we have we have market. market. Farmers market. And no more shame Janet to send your shen home. We do like but and yet you say and once nanny sign your mom with the flies and there's order in it. Farmers market. Farmers need to produce new feed. The farmers farm the tomatoes fresh. And you get it cheaper than you go to the supermarket. If you go to certain parts of London, you think that you are in Mokola. Yes. Oh, look at it. Oh, oh, you see, in coconut, normal pottery in coconut. It's a big market now. Even Wele, they say, I'm a brother, and you should see how people are so into spending money to eat food. So much money. They will never ever think of sending such money for the house of God. They will never ever do it. As I'm talking right now, somebody your fridge who freeze my who fridge my and your fridge is also full. But you check out, you still go and shop. And they throw some of these things away. You don't even use it. it. Yes. So, when you don't regard God in your money, you are like this guy. You take this easy, you spend on eating, and they shop. You should go and see how some of them shop for their children. The money they spend, waste, waste. Because they are only making the children obese. The children don't need half of the things that they are spending. They buy them crisps. They buy them sugary foods. They buy them all sorts of things. The children can have treats. But if that is just... You, are, that is, you spend excessively on those things. Be careful though. You are, you are telling God something. So you spend on your eating, your drinking... And then enjoyment. 
entertainment. So you go and buy iPhone 7. But when we are doing, we say we need money to buy this and money to buy that. You don't have money. But on Namwa, you iPhone 7. You can sell the iPhone in itself. And you are, you are, you are marking. Yeah. When they call you, you talk like a fool. You don't say, if God willing. You say, sister, will you come to women's ministry meeting? You'll be on your phone. I will say then. What are you saying? What did you say? Uh, is it tomorrow? Did you say tomorrow? Eh. Yeah, I mean, oh, excuse me. Uh, okay, yo. Um, okay. I mean, one, two, B. Michael! One, two, B. One, two. A person who phone now. You want to see the phone there? Is. Meanwhile, you are happy to spend so much on these things. Things that will give you pleasure. That was what this guy was. And then, what did God say? But God said unto him, Thou fool. Thou fool. This very night, thy soul shall be required. You must recognize that it is God that gave you life to work. You must recognize that that life, life in because God has still connected you to the river of life. But He can disconnect you anymore. Then you'll be a dead person. What shall be of those things which, which you are boasting about? What you shall be of those what? things? What shall be of those things? Yes. What shall be of those things? Continue. Let me see what is there. So is, so he, is he that what? Lay a treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So, when money comes into your house, what must be your mind? I was able to get up to go to work because God gave me strength. I was able to do what I'm doing because God gave me the mind to study when I was school. I was able I'm able to do what I am doing. Because every day God gives me life. So at the end of the month, if I've given my time, if I've given my efforts, if I've given my skill to a company or to anybody, and they give me money back, it is not my money, but it belongs to God. That is the mind of a good Christian, a wise person. That person is the person that is rich toward God. When you say you are, you are rich towards God, you have a mindset that even the money that comes into my hand, many people don't have this revelation. And you see, 
the beginning of poverty is not lack of money, but wrong mindset. You are poor. Already, you are poor if your mind is like this. Poverty is not about poverty is when you have a mind that says and you behave and act like that. You spend like that. You spend on what you eat, what you drink, what to give you pleasure and put God aside. You don't acknowledge God. That is a very poor. No, and the Bible never can You are you are not rich towards God. You are very poor. That is the and that's the mindset of many poor people. investigating life. That is why you see poor people always want to receive because they always want to. They want to also take. take. They want to take. They are taking things from people, forgetting that. And when they take to, they hold. No, they don't. They, they don't give. They don't share. Anything no be with that mindset. Anything no be timi ko party ase. No ko kung e juani o. O timi packi juani, packi juani, packi juani, pack the food. Because poverty mindset. That's who niya juani. Kun e nima se poto. They disgrace themselves. Because the mindset is, I must receive, I, I must always take. Very, very stingy. Prepare. Hoarding and keeping. My God. I pray that you not have that kind of mind. You Who drop it today. Amen. Amen. In the eyes of God, Sikeni, Anasika, Anahunya, it starts with a, a way of thinking. The Bible says, there is one that is very liberal and gives and is always rich. Find that scripture, I think it's in Proverbs. And there's one that is always keeping and hoarding and is always poor. And that is how many poor people think. Sister, according to what the word of God says, start Dropping that idea says, Then start releasing the money before you release the money to do anything. Consult with God. Please find that scripture for me. He said, the, A liberal soul shall be um, rewarded. And then he said, there is he, There's one also that says, There is he that's what? Given. He's always given. And he always receives. And mm-hmm. then there is one that is always hoarding. And is always poor. It's always poor. Am I talking to somebody you here? You see that in the church, eh? many people don't understand this concept of money. This concept of being rich. Many people are like this rich. This rich fool. One man, yeah, you found it. One man gives what? Freely. Really? Yet what? Gain more. Proverbs eleven twenty four. One man what? Gives he gives freely. Give your man. Even not, I'm not even, 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 even. We can talk about countries, not just individuals. What will say abroad for no? Think that the whites. What do they do? They are coming to give aid. They are coming to give aid. 
you are always giving. It's a universal principle. You give freely. When have you heard that Ghana, Yakuma, Ghana, America, giving America aid? And I have come on. What did you say? Have you heard something? Because we don't give anything. We like receiving. How can we be a country with this poverty mindset of just we always want to receive? It is more blessed to give. Please, is that the same version? Proverbs 11:24. Give freely and become what? More wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. Yes. A young for be brave mindset. I'll be stingy. I'll keep. That's mindset. No. You've been giving food. There be. Yaman and all their bag. You put it in your bag. You're so wise. Officer, the niati may beat you. Hey, what kind of life is this? Why are you like that? Why do you behave? I mean, it's amazing. Hey, Jane, food. That's why I say, Sikeni, no, say, what were they doing? You always think about food. How you spend on food. How you, that is, that's your proud. Even to, to the extent say, oh, you, who to me, Koko, go and massive. You can go and discuss that. You can't be truthful when it comes to food that is being served at a party. You have to lie that you didn't get some. Then what else will, not, will you not lie about? What else will you not? So it may chantro with Jani one, and then I want to be chantro. What can't you lie about? Obit me the akoko na no the achani the coat pocket. In your coat pocket. A coconut. Chicken. Not your share in your coat pocket. You put it in your coat pocket. Just so bit me. Because parties near different categories. Some parties who are yet seven when they said you they look at them. They do co party this and now we have seven watch their wife and watch. I'm looking there, I'm not looking there. Stage one completed. Stage two. Yes. And you can't you can't you can't even be truthful about it. Give freely. Break that poverty mindset. The entire thing is difficult for us to give because we think we own it. But when you start seeing it, that hey, I didn't know. It will be easier for you. Amen. Amen. So, we will end here for today. We will continue. And next time, I'm going to show you how. To place God first. How to what? Place God first.